0: listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life.
1: Welcome back to the SLT Podcast, where we are still very spiritual. We have been talking about Christmas. If you listened to our previous episode, um, you know that we discussed Christmas and the different traditions that have come along with that through history. And we kind of talked about a question of how can these secular traditions, even if they have um, non-Christian or even pagan foundations historically, Mm -hmm. can those be celebrated alongside Jesus while Jesus remains at the top? Mm -hmm. So we encourage you to go back and check out that episode because it is definitely a fascinating conversation kind of wherever you're at, Um, and it is to encourage and equip you as families. So today, though, I hope all kids have left the room, parents, because... As the title of this implies, this is a special conversation that we are having about a topic that we know a lot of Christian families want to know more about, which is... Santa! Mm.
0: Santa! I I know know him!
1: him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Santa Claus. Is it Christian to have Santa Claus be a tradition in your house at Christmas time? Hot
0: topic. Great
1: question. So that's what we are going to be talking about today. But first...
0: I'd like to kick us off for this episode because I found something that I felt as though would be um, humorous to the two of you, and I'd like oh, to-, okay. to
2: tell. I'm also nervous. On, hmm. You
0: know, live, on air, I'd love to hear uh, what your responses are, but- Is it ranch? Speaking. It's not ranch.
2: Okay. Good.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm still recovering.
0: Uh, speaking of Christmas and Santa Claus, you know, whenever you're little, did y'all ever get those magazines that would come in and they had all of the different toys and you would like circle the ones you would want and give it back to your parents?
2: Oh, for sure. The book fair. Yeah. No. 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 Like you get a kind of like the
0: book fair, but it was like from Scholastic or wherever. You oh. Remember? Or Discovery something.
2: No, we would get stuff from like Target or Walmart, Target. Yeah. Toys R Us. Rest. In Anywhere.
0: Peace. They'd come in the mail, and then you would circle the things you wanted and give it to your parents.
1: Yeah. Did they come in the mail? I thought I got them at school. Maybe I got. Yes, I know what you're talking about.
0: Okay. Well, as every child did, I created a Christmas list, and I have brought <gasps> to you. Well, oh. <laughs> and Easy. I have brought to you a uh, original what? Courtney Smith <laughs> Christmas list, and I have made copies so that you can see. How, how old?
2: How old were you whenever you? This made is this?
0: circa 2002. This is a. Um, there are...
2: Again, how old were you when you made this? Okay,
0: sorry. Uh How old are second graders? They're seven. I was seven.
2: Or eight. You have better handwriting as a seven-year-old seven
0: than I do right <laughs> oh, now. Man. Um And at the top of this, for our listeners, there is also three letters in cursive, ZLD. Wow, this no is going idea, on Instagram. No, no yep, idea yep, yep, yep. what those initials are, but uh, I guess I liked to, to I don't know. Write those in cursive. So. Did you
2: cry on this? Like it looks like there's like a wet spot on Christmas. Like you were so <laughs> oh, man. overcome with emotion.
0: I don't know what this happened about that, but I wanted y'all to see because I think that <laughs> I think that it's pretty funny.
1: Oh, thank you. This is all right. You don't have to give me anything for Christmas, Courtney.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a gift. All right. I'm sorry. I was tuned out for a second. Um in glee what are we doing
0: I-, I thought that y'all could just read through it and if you ah. see anything you want to comment on you know just throw, I'll do, throw it out there
1: i'll do odds you know you do evens <laughs> okay i'm very excited about number one because oh my i goodness. am still waiting for courtney we need to come up with some task worthy of having some kind of uh consequence i feel like this not is not ranch soda courtney <laughs> well, needs to do a stream of a playthrough of nancy drew okay. because number come one in. ladies and gentlemen on courtney's christmas list (laughs) is nancy drew computer games that's amazing which she found if you listen to a previous episode of the podcast she found and did you play those
0: um, like I him? I did during quarantine. I I will admit. <laughs> okay. That's right. Oh my gosh.
2: I feel like this is the equivalent from Tim Allen's uh Santa Claus mm-hmm. of uh is it Norm? Whatever the dude's name is. Bernard. Bernard. Um asking for like a weenie whistle. <laughs> like oh no, he's that's Neil. Neil, yeah, Neil. Neil. This is amazing. <sighs> uh number two is a PlayStation
1: 2. Oh, that's huh. Courtney's a real gamer. That's I pretty normal. Yeah but which y'all didn't know. So.
0: Actually, I just, I'm editing the, the time that this came out. I just Googled it and it looks more like this was either 2000 or 2001. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. probably six, six years so.
1: old. So your six year old self had a better handwriting than I do. Cool. Yeah. 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 You, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, Courtney's a gamer girl. Number three, karaoke revolution. Two and or three. She's <laughs> bad. No, it's, it's, I'm sorry. One, two, or th- and or three. Oh wow! So all
2: of them or either she of them. The yeah. trilogy. Ask not right. because you have not, people. Yeah. All right. Number four is book
1: gift cards.
0: Loved books. Still
1: do. <laughs> but after the PS2 and the video games, of <laughs> course. One, two, and three are video games. <laughs> I,
0: I love number five. Yeah.
1: Number five. <laughs> Laptop and then an asterisk, a big old star, and it says, "Mom says no." Oh, that explains (laughs) the tears on the paper. (laughs) That's
2: hilarious. Uh, Number six is a dirt bike. Uh, Asterisk is or
1: go kart.
0: I wanted a dirt bike so bad, so bad. Who
1: didn't? (laughs) True. Uh, Number seven, uh, gonna need an explanation. Number seven is mall madness. It was
0: a game, a board game. Was it like a Nancy?
1: Okay. Mm uh,
2: number eight is Gilmore Girls season four. Not appropriate for a six-year-old. That's a okay. six-year-old.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, that, um, that is questionable. Six. I will. Number nine, seen it, Disney edition. Number 10 is Seen It, Harry Potter Edition. Mm-hmm. Golly, lots of hot Really topics. into Seen It. Mm, I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. so, huh? <laughs> number 11, American Girl Doll, specifically Sam or Kit.
0: They're the best ones. I stand by it. Wow. Uh,
1: I received that.
2: Number 12 is a Sims computer game.
0: Which oh. my parents would have never let me have ever, so that never got Fair under enough. the tree.
1: Um, <gasps> number 13, New Zappy or fix it up. I don't know what these are. I
2: don't either. Zappos is a lighter. A so
0: it was you like, a lighter? Oh, it was like a those Zippo. electric like... Scooters, you know. Oh, oh, I, it, just oh I think it says or fix it, fix it up because I think I already had one that broke, maybe.
2: Mm, and then I love number fourteen. It says dream <laughs> catcher, but you marked through it. I think as someone, like you rethought it. I
0: think someone helped me realize that maybe maybe that wasn't there was like a great idea that you
1: want. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I like it. I'm so stoked on this number fifteen charger for Zach. <laughs> 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 how how responsible? <laughs> I want
2: a scooter and I also want the charger, please, as a
1: separate <laughs> item, though. <laughs>
2: This is my favorite. Number 16, an, an eggplant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why? It,
1: okay, is this something else? You want to be a gardener? This, I don't this,
0: remember. I don't remember. I don't think it was the vegetable. Clear. I mean, but I don't friend. know.
1: Can we get Courtney's mom on the phone? I think hey, he, remember eggplant that, seeds. Remember that Christmas, uh, your daughter asked for an eggplant?
0: But <laughs> I circled that one. What so job, really you know, really I want really wanted, wanted that. we are about
1: that. Yep. And number 17,
2: Gerber. Ger- a, what a, is that? A, a, is it Gerbera? You Ger- want a Gerbera daisies? I'm
1: sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. you want Oh,
1: flowers. You're just becoming a gardener. And they're circled for some. Reason both the eggplant and flowers are Ooh, okay. Mm. Number 18, Courtney,
2: you're on to something mm. a chocolate fountain. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Okay, Those oh, are, to put the eggplant in, right, yeah, obviously. makes sense, makes sense. Those okay. are awful to clean. 19, nightmare fuel, Furby. Okay, don't like that. Yep, <laughs> uh, number 20,
2: uh, little lil, <laughs> thank you, Lil mommy, newborn twin dolls.
0: I'm googling this.
2: Does that I mean, come with um, no sleep?
1: What a sneaky way it's, to get two dolls instead of one. Exactly. Uh, I want one gift does it, of two dolls. Yeah. It, does it come with all the stress? Um, 21. National Geography. I'm guessing Geographic. Hi. Candy Lab. What? Or, I guess, where you make your own candy. That's
0: one that I think I probably picked out of one of those magazines.
1: Okay. Okay, fair uh, enough. Number
2: 22, I don't know what this is. I
0: think that's accessories. It's
2: sex. Oh, accessories for an
1: American Girl doll. So far away from the American Girl dolls. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Um, 23 money. <laughs> yeah. That's the no, order
0: of all of these is number what one really this gets year, everybody.
1: Number one. No,
0: 23. <laughs> How times
2: have changed. This has to be a Houston thing. Number 24, Dylan's Candy Bar
1: gift cards.
0: Dylan's Candy Bar, that's a. What is you that? Know, in New York? No. But they have, they have them in Houston too. Oh, okay, fair
1: yeah. enough. <laughs> I'm reading. I didn't read ahead, so I'm. I was getting waiting the real for twenty-five. Re- yeah. Twenty-five horse. <laughs> horse. <laughs> <laughs> horse, that means you I snuck wanted, that like, in a layer. live
0: horse, like that's not okay. like a doll. Like, you I want to get real last.
1: For reference, number one, Nancy Drew Computer Games, <laughs> <laughs> number 25, 24 gifts later. Horse. Yep.
0: I, I showed this to my parents when they came in town for Thanksgiving break, and um, they I heard the, him, my dad, talking to my sister saying, Yeah, your sister always wanted a horse, that's why I finally sent her to horse camp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Oh boy. Uh, number 26 is a computer.
1: This is a long list, by the computer. way.
2: 26, com- computer.
1: 26. Computer. Yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Space bar. Didn't they? No, look, number 12 is computer game, and then later, number 26 <laughs> is computer. You didn't even have. What were you going to do with The Sims? Well, it'd
2: be fun if you got a Sims game, and then next like, Christmas, yeah. you get a computer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going
1: to hang on to this just in case. Just in case. Okay. you're how are you so scatterbrained whatever okay it's like reading mine uh 27 is projector I
0: wanted to be a teacher I wanted Um, like the teacher style projector so
1: you wanted the overhead one very nice like the
0: one that I use Visa Visa vis for you know
1: okay uh Taylor good luck reading number 28 yeah number 28 I'm just gonna be confident uh a Chia Chia Mon-chick stickers. No, I, I read a uh, Chia Chia Manchan stickies sticker. Probably stickers, but probably some sort of uh. No well, idea. What is Chia 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 Manchan? No
0: idea. Chia Monchan. Oh, Are you googling oh, it? Oh, it looks like it's a Hello Kitty thing.
1: Oh, it's like. Oh, a, well, that makes okay, sense. Okay. I thought it, I thought it was like a, a Chia Pet. That's why it's no, next to the it Hello Kitty, right? No, it's like a cute little Japanese okay. cartoon thing. And then number twenty nine. Hello Kitty mini games. Mini gum. Mini gum. Oh, oh, that
0: was the best gum now oh that I think about it. Hello well. Kitty
1: mini gum? Well, well I like how you circled
2: your most important ones, which is an eggplant, a Gerbera daisy, a Chia Chia, whatever, whatever, and a Hello
1: Kitty mini gum.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, or maybe those are ones that she actually got like looking back.
0: <laughs> looking so back that was
1: Courtney's these are in stocking so this is you get. it's hard to
2: tell oh, if she was man. good
0: or bad that year
1: <laughs> yep. that's amazing
0: I hope you all know me better now from seeing a glimpse into my childhood brain
1: <laughs> all right well I don't know if Santa would um, bring Courtney any of those things but that is what we are going to be talking about today so again make sure that um, you know Make sure you're careful that who's listening in on this episode of the podcast, because we are talking about the topic of Santa Claus today. So a hot topic and kind of like it's it almost seemed like we were walking on eggshells up to this point talking about Christmas and talking about traditions and Christianity and like, how do you not talk about Santa Claus? Yeah. So just real quick, the history of Santa Claus comes from St. Nicholas, which was a real person who was famous for giving gifts to children. Right, and it evolved into this kind of legend, into this more magical figure, Mm -hmm. and the ideas that came behind him of you know being able to travel around the whole world with the sleigh and the reindeer and all the things that Santa has become. Um, And we do understand that families have different ideas about it. It is it's kind of a it's a strange thing that if we're all believing in the same Jesus, we all have the same biblical values. Why is it there's different opinions, such very very different opinions? Um, How is Santa, such a polarizing figure, a North polarizing figure. Oh, I
2: think there it is. Um,
1: I I think that it's a
2: polarizing figure because I think each of us have just different backgrounds and memories of Christmas, Mm -hmm. and I think that. Um, those memories that are tied, whether they're good or bad, in a lot of ways shape what we want to do with our kids too, right? Absolutely. Um, like, what are you alls thoughts? Like, I think that's one of the
1: biggest factors, uh, personally. I think Santa Claus is amazing. I think the idea of giving and generosity and joy and just everything that comes with it—that is so much fun. And personally, I can see how it would cause concern if Santa, just like anything, literally mm-hmm. anything, becomes more exciting or more fun or more important than Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. then yeah, then that's that's an issue. And it can, you know, it can challenge priorities. But like I just said, uh, you could plug in anything there. And sadly, there's a lot more examples that go year round, by the way, of things that our culture has made more important than um, Jesus. It's not just Santa, that just happens to be around this time. I think what's especially important to note is that we're not telling any family what they should do and how right. they should be teaching their kids specifically on this topic. But I will say this as someone who interacts with our lower school students and and kids on a daily basis and around Christmas time every year that I've been here, unfortunately, there are students that come in in our lower school as young as even kindergarten that come in with an attitude to where it's clear that, you know, at home, they must have had a family conversation about Santa, which is awesome. I love that those conversations are happening. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're sitting down with your kids and talking about these things, that's great. However, unfortunately, what happens is these students come in with an attitude of I'm gonna tell everyone that they are being lied to. Mm. Um, because there, there's kind of an idea that if you tell your kids that Santa Claus is real, then you are lying to your kids. And what parent would lie to their kids? Well, like, of course no parent wants to lie to their, when you put it that way, it makes it sound really terrible. And so I think what I'm saying here is when your kids are coming in and impressing on other kids, um, that their parents are lying to them right? And also ruining something that's fun. Like I have a hard time understanding where the heart of Jesus is in that, in that attitude, in those interactions. I don't see humility. I don't see kindness. I don't see the things that show Jesus in those interactions. I see someone saying, you're wrong and I'm right. And I don't don't know. I think that's something that we should avoid. Again, what you discuss with your kids and teach them on this particular topic, since it's not a black and white thing in scripture, that's for you as a family to decide, but to be pushing those specific things on other families, whether it's at Liberty or your church or anyone in your community, I just, I don't think that that's wise or helpful.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think the most heartbreaking thing for me is, um, around the Santa conversation is even what you're saying, Sam, of how defensive that people become about their stance and that it ultimately is just hurting the kingdom of God. Like, Mm whatever side you're on the, if, if you're making Facebook posts and, um, really making this, the the main thing that you want to stand on, it does the very thing that you're trying to avoid, which is taking the focus off of Jesus. Mm. And I think that's, what's tough for me. And that's why we wanted to even start to have this conversation and come around the table, Mm -hmm. um, is to, to show what does it look like to have a conversation of different views of Santa Claus. And I know, um, I'm excited for Taylor to even share what his family walks in or does. But um, for Luke and I, going back to the memories, what you talked about, Taylor, is we both have such fond memories of Santa from childhood. Like it was so magical. Our, Our families did it really well. And as adults, like we are definitely going to, before we have our own family, pray and seek the Lord and see if there are any convictions that we feel and that we are gonna stand by for the Crenshaw family mm. um, but as of right now I can say like we we are planning on doing Santa there are parts about Santa that we like and parts we don't like so when the time comes we'll we'll improvise and we'll keep what we like and we'll let go of what we don't um, but the goal for us would probably be to give Santa just a cultural place in our holiday traditions yeah. without allowing him to undermine or take away from the message of the Advent story
1: absolutely we I, I totally understand parents hesitancy they don't want their kids to be more excited about santa claus coming and bringing them presents than they are about jesus christ being born and saving all mm. this like yeah right that's the heart and
0: i think if you just very briefly, but um, a few of the things that I've heard of people doing Santa really well, if anyone has younger kiddos and wants ideas or grandkids or whatever, um, or students listening to this thinking about for their future families, but uh, Jen Wilkin shared how they did Santa Claus and their family. And there's a blog post that you can go read more about. That's awesome. But a few of the things that they did is they waited for Santa to show up. So they didn't start the topic. They allowed their children to bring Mm -hmm. it up. And that's Mm -hmm. when they started talking about it. And then um, they, they basically told their kids, like, hey, there's a secret to Santa. And if you think you figured it out the secret to Santa, come ask mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And so there was always this open communication of, is it that he comes through the front door instead of the chimney? And they'd be like, no, that's not the secret of Santa. But whenever they came, it was then a fun surprise for them to reveal. And it wasn't, like, a shock of, oh, mm-hmm. Santa's not real. And then also they just limited Santa's, like, Clout. So they didn't have all of the gifts come from Santa, but they had limited gifts. So it wasn't like Santa's the best, and my parents kind of gave me some boring gifts. And then, so what they didn't do is they didn't give Santa the center stage. Mm-hmm. Really, all of their traditions were very much centered around um, Advent readings and talking about the Christmas story and focusing on Jesus. And then they also. Happily edited Santa to match the reality of who he is. So if the kids came and were like, "I heard that Santa doesn't bring gifts if we're bad, and he'll give us coal," they would just kind of respond like, <laughs> "Does that sound like Santa to you?" Mm. And have this conversation to where Santa's um, character matched more so what their parents' character was, and what they were trying to reflect of God's character instead of. Um, what sometimes society harps on. And so I think that that's just an example of someone who has done Santa Claus well in their family if they chose to do so.
1: Speaking of people who talk about this topic really well, I Uh love um, what Taylor told me Mm -hmm. one time about how he's had that conversation with his kids about Santa Claus. Um, It For me, I was like, dude, that's the jackpot. I'm totally stealing that for (laughs) when I have kids one day. Because that's like the perfect analogy and the perfect thing that helps show everything that we're talking about and kind of encapsulated into a this is a way that's going to help his boys who are awesome, by the way, and awesome examples of people who have Jesus first, but can also participate in fun things and not spoil fun things for other people. Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, So for those of you who don't
2: know, um, I have three little boys. uh, And so twins that are seven and a five year old and kind of walking through this as a family has been fun to navigate and also just trying to figure out how to do it well, because people do it differently all the time. I think Mm -hmm. one one of my favorite experiences um, for a Black Friday uh, sale, me and my wife, we were outside of Target before we had kiddos. And there was um, a mom and her little boy uh, standing in line. And uh, she was kind of telling us how they do Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, she she said, yeah, so I tell my kid to like make a list. Mm -hmm. And I'll bring that list to Santa. And then Santa will go to Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> and I was
0: like oh, I was like okay oh, that hurts that hurts okay.
2: like, like that's kind of
1: like like Santa answers to like Jesus s-
2: and oh. that, and that's kind of how like they did and I was
1: like okay like you know, those Tim Allen Santa Claus movies where there's like the council of magical sure. figures yeah, like tooth fairy you don't know what I'm ta- know what know about. What talking oh, about I do you know what yeah. you're talking about yeah
2: Yeah, the pantheon of whatever and I was like okay and so you know people they just have different ways of how they want to broach that subject like I wanted Jesus to be over it but I wanted to incorporate Santa and that's where they landed and it's like Okay. Um and so Andre and I have had, you know, conversations about like how are we going to do this on our family? Mm-hmm. And um one of the ways the things that I, I shared with Sam one time is that you know what, like I I want my kids to enjoy Christmas. And I know that um a lot of their friends and our culture is gonna kind of wrap Christmas in a certain way. And I want them to be able to enjoy that get it wrapped. And um a lot of that revolves around Santa, North Pole, reindeer, and I grew up with that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I thought it was fun to so, get in the Christmas spirit, mm-hmm. right? As would say, there's a lot of fun movies that we'll watch, and even yeah. the old claymation movies, and all I like like those. I want to I yeah. want to enjoy those with my kids, and right. and so like, how can we navigate that? And uh, the way that we kind of landed is kind of how we also approach like superhero movies and like yeah. Marvel movies. Like my kids, my boys love superheroes. And I'm sure a lot of your kids do too. Um, or even if they love, um, you know, uh, Paw Patrol or any of yeah. these like things that we know those things are not real. Wait, like Paw Patrol's not real? Oh, um, we'll have another conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> new New podcast. But we know they're not real but we can still thoroughly enjoy that right like a lot of guys like star wars like we like these things where the characters are not real but we can thoroughly enjoy it um even as a kid like i loved growing up watching wrestling even though i knew it was fake it was still enjoyable and i could watch it and have fun with it Mm -hmm. and i think with our boys too we wanted them to say hey we as a family like i want to share with you Now, this notion of Santa is not real, but we can still enjoy and have fun Mm -hmm. with this, right? And so, but I want you to understand, and we'll get to it in a minute, uh, where the gifts come from. And so... um, The way that we said is like, hey, your friends will land on different ways. Their families will celebrate different ways. And you, as a seven-year-old, your job is to not go and be the Santa police at school. Mm -hmm. And so if kids start talking about it, um, you can say, you know what, That's, that's a private conversation. Or just don't enter into the conversation. Like, I don't want you to impose your thoughts and convictions on another seven-year-old kiddo, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but what we as a family is, we want to be able to point all the things and all the gifts that are received on Christmas ultimately come from God. Mm -hmm. And so we see James chapter one, verse 17, it says, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. And so we want them to know that all these good gifts that you guys see under the tree and that Mm -hmm. you've unwrapped and even from Grammy and Papa and Grandma and Grandpa, like all those have been given to you because they love you and ultimately because God loves you. Mm -hmm. Like, do you see how good God is that he would give us gifts like this? So good. And that we could even see the like, You see how this is a reverse birthday that like when Jesus comes, he doesn't expect us to give him gifts, but he gives us gifts. And ultimately we point to all of these gifts under this tree and all the things that you've been asking for are good and awesome and you'll play with them. But it points to that Jesus, God gave us himself. Mm -hmm. And that's what we really want our boys to remember what Christmas is is that these gifts mm-hmm. are a shadow and reflection of God's goodness and provision. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to land as a family. But it takes time, it takes nuances because the boys do get caught up in asking for gifts and creating lists and all these things. And mm-hmm. and I want to be a good father who gives good gifts, right? That's a yeah. biblical thing. I'm not going to give them a snake if they ask for a Pikachu, right? right? That's that's the new that's the new version of the Bible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. okay. but, I, but I want them, you know, to also see that God is a provider. Um, wherever it comes from, ultimately God is blessing them. And so they want to see God as a good
1: gift giver. Mm. It's so good. Uh, a more appropriate comparison would have been giving an Ekans when they ask for a Pikachu. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right.
0: One of the things that I've recognized even with us talking right now is oftentimes when it comes to Santa, I think that one of the only things that we ever hear about is, if you are lying to your kids about Santa, they're going to think you're lying about Jesus. Mm. I think that's like the number one thing that we ever hear. And I just, if that has been what has led you to make your decisions in your family, I think it's just a a gentle challenge of, Hey, there's so much more to this thing. You know, like I just encourage all of our families to really think through and talk about like, Hey, what are all of our traditions and what's the heart behind them? And is there intentionality instead of making a decision, purely based off of fear for, mm. for something specific. Um, just because I think that there's so much more to this that maybe hasn't been tapped into if that's just the sole conversation that's happened around Christmas traditions in Santa. Yeah.
2: And I think wherever you land, um, we need to have an, an open hand yeah. with where we mm-hmm. are that we wouldn't hold fast and tight, uh, to say like, I'm right, you're wrong. Because we're always in a stage of growth and, and sanctification, yeah. and thinking through these things, and bringing them to the Lord, and asking God to give us wisdom, mm-hmm. um, and ultimately going back to a previous podcast that all our decisions would be tied up in Romans eleven, uh, verse thirty-six. It says, "For from Him and through Him and for Him are all things, and to Him be the glory forever." And so that's how we want our decisions to to land is that they point towards the Lord, right? Yeah. And so. That's good.
0: And then there's a quote that I'd love to share too of while you're considering these things with, with your family, I think it's good to also think about. Um, but this is what it says. It says, whether or not Santa overshadows the gospel message of Advent is up to you. If that message is only talked about in your home during the Christmas season, you should definitely loathe St. Nick. But parents who impress their children with the gospel message year round have little to fear that Santa will compromise their worldview. In reality, December is only one of the 12 months in which our children are assaulted with anti-gospel materialistic messages. We would be remiss to make Santa the December scapegoat for a negative message we have neglected to address from January to November. I, I mean, honestly, that just kind of gives me goosebumps <laughs> of like... Boom. Uh, and, and again, this is not to say where you should land with Santa Claus, but it is to say like, mm-hmm. hey every single day of the year, what are the ways that we are discipling our children and um, talking about the good news of the gospel instead of just the reason for the season only during Mm -hmm. this time, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. So as a lower school pastor, I'm interacting with the kids this entire month who are coming in and they're super excited to tell me about the things that their clever little elf on the shelf is getting up to at home and the different things about Santa Claus. And at no point do I ever shut a kid down when they're talking about these things and say, actually, that's not real. And this should be about Jesus. I know, like, Mm -hmm. here's what I say. So if you're looking for a practical advice on like, well, then how do I do this? Because, you know, I personally, our family doesn't agree with this, but we go over to the house of a family that does like, how do we navigate that? Mm -hmm. Man, when a kid comes up and tells me how excited they are about what Santa's going to do or what their elf on the shelf did, I just say, well, that is so wild. Right. Like it's so innocuous. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not lying to the kid in any way, shape or form. And it's not like I'm looking for a loophole. I'm just allowing you as parents to be the primary disciplers in the specific way of how you're creating excitement around this at home. And I love what Courtney just shared, because that is absolutely the heart of all this. You know, you can even have like a Santa Claus
2: conversation of like it's like Santa is kind of just like a shadow of what Jesus does. Oh, like, yeah. Well, Like How can Santa go to all the people in the world in one night? Like how can the sacrifice of Jesus cover all people? Like it's kind of yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Or it's like, he gives bad stuff to bad people and mm-hmm. all those things. And it's like, well, Jesus actually doesn't give bad things to bad people. Like we're all bad people and he gives us mm-hmm. good gifts. Like it's about Jesus, not about our actions, which mm-hmm. is cool. Mm. You know? So
1: I thought about that too, though, like a minute ago it, at its basis level, yeah. that is what the heart of the idea of Santa Claus is of, I hear parents kind of tiptoeing when they interact with each other because they're trying to feel each other out on how they feel about something like Elf on the Shelf because they know that not all families agree. Mm. And so they're like, they like try to talk. Is this a safe space for my opinion? Exactly. They try to talk about it without saying the specific words to give it away until they kind of figure out contextually where the other person's at. And then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I put my elf in his backpack and he thought it was super funny, right? Like you do funny things like that. But kind of a heart question behind it is like, parents kind of wonder is it bad as a christian to have this elf on the shelf figure where it's like hey it's almost omniscient right like Mm. this character is always watching like santa claus is to see if you've been naughty or nice or good or bad and to use your elf on the shelf to help correct your kid's behavior of like hey you know what's a good name for an elf how about taylor taylor's a good elf. yeah (laughs) so like uh, i'm just kidding taylor (laughs) you know they make things Uh, oh
0: Oh, there we go
1: uh tinker we'll call him tinker okay So you're like, hey, uh, you know, Tinker's always watching. So somehow, like, how? Where? (laughs) Even I started looking around. Are are you sure? Um, But is that a bad thing? No, as long as at the base level, I think that that message of good and evil that Taylor just talked about is really what's ultimately being shared for your kids of saying, like, it's bad to do bad things. And you shouldn't get rewards if you do bad things, right? And it's good to do good things. And yeah, a reward is something you earn for doing good. And a blessing, I think, is a gift that you receive whether you deserve it or not, Um, just because the giver loves you, right? Christ is a blessing, and Christmas gifts can be a reward. They can be like, hey, you did good things, but I don't know. I don't know any parents that are actually going to give their kids coal. That's messed up. I don't know. Maybe this year. Mm. We'll see. Is coal from Satan?
0: Well, next week's episode.
1: (laughs) Can you celebrate Santa Claus as a Christian while Jesus Christ is first and top and the most important thing about Christmas, I think so. The end. Bye. No, just <laughs> um, absolutely. You can do that. And yes, it's nuanced, but I mean, what part of following Jesus Christ in this dark and broken world is not complicated yeah. and nuanced and just an interesting challenge for us. But thankfully we have a community to do it together, to mm-hmm. figure this thing out together, to lift each other up instead of tear each other down, mm-hmm. to challenge each other to grow in our relationships with the Lord, to seek wisdom and advice, like Taylor said, with open hands and an open heart and an open mind, um, while testing everything against Scripture. And that's what we're suggesting that you do at this Christmas season, is you do celebrate, um, man, the legend of an awesome person of St. Nicholas, and you do celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and what it meant for us as sinners in desperate need of a Savior who did not deserve a blessing and a gift, but we received one anyway in our Savior. And so that's where you can celebrate this season with joyful hearts. Amen. Amen. Hey, sounds good to me. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho.
0: Goodbye. Thanks for joining us on the SLT podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at spirituallife@mylcs.com.
2: Santa. Mm.
0: Santa. I, I know, know him.
2: him. Horse.